What's going on, guys? Happy to be back. We're here at FIU. We're recording live Easter Sunday. Excited to be here with Andres Junco, who who we've been gone for a while. Junco, how are you, man? I'm good. What, what's been going on? I haven't been out of, since March 1st. Missed a lot. <laughs> broke. We broke. So I've been, I've been recovering from a broken leg. Missed out on a lot of stuff. I woke up today and it was a new world, you know? What's what's going on? What's up? Dude, um, if you haven't heard, you know, uh, a lot has been going on, dude. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is our president now. Uh, you know, a lot... Of, uh, <laughs> it was only a matter of time, dude, but, but a lot has been going on. Uh, a lot in the NBA. Uh, Tiger Woods won the Masters. That's actually not a joke. Tiger Woods won the Masters, a green jacket. He's uh, back. Did I wake up in 2005? <laughs> It seems like it. I think so, dude. It might be 2005, man. I, I graduated from, from FIU in 2016. We're back here, dude. Everything's back. Takes on Tap is back, and, and I'm happy to be doing this with you, man. Are the, are the Pistons good again? Is that, is that the thing, too? I mean, what's going on? Shaq, Shaq's dominating. What's up? What's up? I don't know. Sadly, no. The Pistons are bad. Uh, the Pistons are still bad. Not the bad boy Pistons. They're just bad. I like that. So... So today we're going to be talking about NBA playoffs. Uh, we got the Brooklyn Nets. They were in a heated battle last night. Uh, the, you know, going back and forth. Jared Dudley with Embiid, with Simmons. Simmons still hasn't uh, made a... Jared Dudley, are we really in 05? What? He's still playing? He's still playing, man. Uh, still in the league? Back and better than ever. Uh, except, except, you know, maybe not with his skills, but maybe with his, his trash talking, dude. Um... But yeah, Ben Simmons no, still hasn't changed. He still hasn't hit a three, so that's you know that's still the same. Some things don't change. Some things just don't change. Uh, but but crazy game, crazy game yesterday. They you know they were leading most of the game by like eight to six points, and it was kind of annoying because they look really good. You know they're a good team. They've been out despite giving all those picks to Boston and you know struggling as a franchise. They picked it up. They have D'Angelo Russell. Uh, balling and and they just you know Dimwitty obviously the that guy. They, they have Jared Dudley man. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> really quick, who do you think wins a three point contest? Ben Simmons or Mark Fultz? <laughs> Both are in the playoffs right now, I think. Right? I mean, that's what I read. I think, I think so. They they have similar shooting form, so so that's one thing, dude. So who wins three point contest? Jared Dudley, Ben Simmons, or Mark Fultz? Uh, probably Jared Dudley. Jared dude. Dudley, Jer more fit for today's NBA. I'm down. Sign him to a max, dude. Sign Jared Dudley. He, you know, dude. He he got into so. For those who haven't seen, who didn't see the game, they got into a a a, a scuffle there. Uh, and B didn't engage. It looked like a clean play to me, honestly. It looked like and B just you know blocked Dudley. It looked pretty clean. Send it to the stands. We got fights again in the NBA. I love it. I love it, dude. I love it, dude. Yo, what are the most what are the most heated playoff series in recent times, or not even in recent times? What are the most heated playoff series that you could remember? Cause I, I like this, man. You got Patrick Patrick Beverly. You have uh, Patrick Beverly going against Durant. You know, it's a size mismatch, but I think he could win in a fight. He's more, you know, he's on the All Hood team, the All NBA Hood team. I would definitely say. Definitely All Hustle team, All, all Annoying team, All Annoying team. Him and Jared Dudley. Affecting superstars in this NBA playoffs. I don't know. My, my favorite series. I mean, those those Heat Pacers series were pretty were pretty were pretty rough. David West, 
David West is that guy, though. I mean, it wasn't too controversial because no one would really try David West. I mean, unless you're looking for a death wish, you know. David West just looked scary, you know. I don't know. DeMarcus Cousins? Nah, because DeMarcus Cousins is like, he hasn't played in the playoffs, you know. So, I mean, he, he doesn't count. He hasn't played in the playoffs. David West, he's been on those teams, a couple playoff teams. I mean, uh, what else? I mean, Andrew Bynum, clotheslining J.J. Barrera was another one that was pretty nasty. That was like the last relevant moment of Bynum's career. Uh, Man, I think we need to bring those playoffs back. I don't want to see. I don't want to see three pointers. I don't want to see. I don't. Honestly, I I would venture to say that I could care less about basketball in the playoffs. I want to see. I want to see. You know, take me back to Alonzo Mourning versus Patrick Ewing. People getting clothesline. People throwing punches, dude. I want to see Charles Barkley versus Shaq. Just you know. You want to see the NFL in the NBA playoffs. Exactly, the NFL dude. It starts until September, man. You got to <laughs> pump the brakes, pump the brakes. We got the draft, but but it's the playoffs, baby. This is good stuff. We got to, you know, pretend like we don't know the Warriors are going to win and then, you know, just take it how it comes. I'm loving it. I'm loving the playoffs. I'm loving the playoffs. Give me Dame versus Russ all day, all day. Speaking of which, uh, Portland Trailblazers, second best record in the league. Uh, since the All Star break, only Houston has a better record since the All Star break. They're, you know, they're on fire. OKC just got a game back at home, so it's a two-one series. What do you think is going to happen there? It looks like uh, Russell Westbrook is, uh, you know, he he has a, you know, he has a sense of urgency. You wake, you've woken up the beast. It's definitely going to be, it's going to be theater. It's going to be entertainment. It's going to be. I love it. You got Ennis Cancer, former Thunder. You got. Dame Lillard. I just, it's hard for me to bet against the team that has the best player in the series. And right now, I mean, coming into the series, Paul George, I guess, would have been the consensus best player in the series. But right now, I would take, I mean, Damon Lillard. I, there's, I love watching Damon Lillard. That he just clutch, cold blooded, can do it all, drive to the basket, shoot threes, talk smack. It's good stuff. It's it's good qual. It's a uh, high entertainment basketball, which is all we can ask for. And at least the Blazers aren't getting swept again. I mean, this uh, last two times they were in the playoffs, they were they got swept. So it's nice to see them win. Did they? Games. Who who did they lose to? I don't last remember. Last year they got swept by the Pelicans. Anthony Davis. They, they got swept by the Pelicans. They got swept by the Pelicans. They fired the coach. No, they didn't fire the coach actually. No, but they got swept. That's when you know, you know, Case uh, CJ McCollum. You know, he told Jennifer he was trying. I don't remember. No, I remember. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying, trying, Jennifer. Jennifer. He's, he succeeded, Jennifer. <laughs> Wherever you are, Jennifer, CJ, he hey, for you. They're winning, dude. And they're then, winning. I think the year before Golden State. I think Golden State swept them. They usually sweep people. I think. I think they they swept the Blazers. That's like <laughs> that thing. sounds familiar. If I had to put money on anybody sweeping anybody, it's Golden State. Um, yeah, Portland strikes me as one of those teams that are constantly overlooked. Kind of like. You know, Damian Lillard, he does nothing especially great, right? He he doesn't he doesn't do anything that he's great at. You know, uh, you have Steph Curry who could shoot the lights out. You have James Harden who you know he gets to the foul line. You have Russell Westbrook who's just an amazing athlete. Whereas Damian Lillard is just one of those guys who's not. You know, you don't talk about him as like one of the best players in the game, but the reality is, is, is he is one of the best players in the game. He's super clutch. You know, when you get to the first quarter, you could count on him to get hot and win you games, and that's something that you you pay max contracts for. And I think 
we're overlooking, we're maybe overlooking the Portland Trailblazers as a true threat to to Golden State. People talk about the Houston Rockets because they could shoot threes. You know, they play an exciting, exciting basketball. But you know, we're not looking at at Damian Lillard, who who maybe he's a master of none, but he's really good at everything. I love playing this game. What's who's gonna who's gonna give a threat to the Warriors? Who's gonna give a threat <laughs> to the Warriors? We've been playing this game for five, six years now. It's it's you know, I mean, I, I'm not even looking at that. I'm looking at the Warriors just. Warriors are doing their thing. If the Warriors are in a series, I'm pretty much not watching. I'm just watching every other series, just trying to see right. the rest of the NBA. There's some compelling storylines out there. It's fun. I'm having fun. You know, I, that, and there's a lot of, I mean, even in the East, I think the East is even more interesting than the West this year. I think they got some stuff going on. I think it's going to be fun. Um, I'm loving Kawhi. Have you ever seen anyone play basketball and look as unhappy as Kawhi does when he plays? Oh, my God, I dude. Mean, just, Give- just master of his craft. You know, scores when he wants, shuts down any one he's lined up against, you know, hits threes, hits mid-range, hits, like, shots that you look at and you go, wow, that was amazing. That that guy's great at what he does. And then you just look at his face. He just looks so stoic and so Bill Belichick. You know, he looks, he looks like Bill Belichick after a win onto the next one. He should have just stayed with the Spurs. That was his team. That was, that was the Kawhi Leonard team. R- rumor has it that you know he may be a robot. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I heard. That's why I heard. I've never I seen. It. I, I believe it. I don't see. I rarely see any mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. You know, he could read plays that are not even there, and 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 you hardly see any emotion. Like emotion is not natural. It's like uh, you know, maybe maybe it's just something like he's hardwired not to feel anything. But, but maybe he's not sad. You, maybe he's just a robot, dude. But have you seen anybody? Not only in sports, just anybody. Be so good at what they do and look so unhappy doing it. <laughs> I mean, we, we, Bill Belichick, Greg Popovich, Kawhi Leonard. But, uh, I mean, from a coach, maybe you see it more often. But from a player, I mean, the emotional highs and yeah. lows just don't it, see It's so. really Im- remarkable. Can you think of, I mean, who is someone that is exceptional at their job? Someone who's world class, top of the top of the world in terms of their profession, that just simply looks like they don't enjoy doing their profession. You know what, man? I mean, this is an interesting topic, and and, and they've talked about it on on different platforms where where this is a new thing where where there's there are actually players out there that are not enjoying themselves. You know, like there's a lot of uh right. Well, so you have your guys off the court. You have your what everyone speculates. Durant seems to be unhappy all the time. Kyrie seems to be unhappy all the time. But when Durant hits a big shot. You see them do the fist pump. You see yeah. them yell. Kyrie the same. I'm talking about while doing their job. It seems to me that those guys just don't like the requisite things that come with their job. Media, dealing with the media, dealing about speculation. But they love basketball. Yeah. Kawhi just looks like when he's playing, it's like he beats you one-on-one 11-0 and he has like a stone-cold face the whole time. So it's like... Both of you are miserable. You just lost 11-0, and he just beat you 11-0, and you both show the same amount of emotion. You know, like the what? Am, who is someone else like that? I mean, an actor can pretend to look like they're unhappy doing their job. I can't think of anybody else. That's Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's one of a kind, I guess. That is Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, when he won, uh, when he won the championship with the Spurs, 
Um, you know, he 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 got a ring. You know, uh, finals MVP. Finals MVP. That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, I, I don't remember him showing any emotion. And if he did, it was really weird. I th I remember I remember seeing a video of Kawhi Leonard laughing or like hearing hearing audio of him laughing, and it's just really weird. It's really awkward. Like, it's not it's not natural. Like a normal person laughs at a funny joke. For him, it's like, ha ha ha. Like like is it? I'm pretty sure when he was 18, he was taught how to laugh. <laughs> he was hurt. They told him his first joke. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's been programmed. He hasn't. <laughs> he has yet to been programmed. They haven't added that feature to to Kawhi 2.0. It's in the next update. It's in the next update. Once he gets updated, so hopefully you know if Toronto goes far enough, maybe he'll unlock that. He'll unlock laughter and joy. See, we have a, we have a picture of him winning the Finals MVP. He kind of does a yell. That's very very unnatural. Very unnatural. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look too, and, and you know, they, but you have to imagine he enjoys the game. You know, I mean, I, mean, I hope so, man. I mean, he he's playing really well. He's picking up, uh, he's picking up, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Kyle Lowry's slack playoff. Uh, I would love to see him do a, a Chris Bosh scream. I don't think I don't think anybody could replicate that. That's one in a million. No, I would just I don't think he could either. I just want to see him try. I want to see him try to you know. Just throw a scream out there, dunk on somebody. Uh, uh, that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. I want to see Kawhi Leonard pretend to enjoy basketball. How about Tim Duncan? That's a decent candidate for someone that doesn't look like he's Tim like Duncan. enjoying Tim his Duncan. job too much. I mean, nowadays, you know, he has the he has the the dreads, right? He Tim went to Duncan. he he's he's out of he's out of the Spurs spell. He's allowed to you know be a person again. Like, hey, hey, like, thank you for your time. You're a Hall of Famer, probably the best spur ever. Like, here you go. Like, he, enjoy your retirement. You're allowed to enjoy yourself. You're allowed to smile now. You know, you're done with the Spurs. And I think Kawhi maybe didn't get the memo. You know, maybe he's still in Spurs mode. He thinks, you know, Craig Bob Popovich is looking over his shoulder. Kawhi, you're allowed to have fun. If you're listening to Takes on Tap right now, go enjoy yourself. You're in Toronto. You're 26 or something like that. You're a millionaire. You make millions of dollars playing a game. You're the face of New Balance. <laughs> the Just face of New Balance. Have a little bit. Have, have a little fun out there. You know, <laughs> you, you earned it. Treat yourself. But you know uh, that Toronto series. I, th I I love. I think the Raptors. You know, I I like to believe that there's such a thing as uh, inertia in terms of, you know, if you put things in motion, they're gonna stay in motion. The Raptors are all in on this year. There's no, there's no team. I don't remember a team that's gone all in for one year the way that the Raptors have in my in my lifetime. Right. So, so, so they picked up Marcus Sewell. Siakam seemed to be like a hidden gem to them. You know, he's coming up. Siakam was not expected. No one expected him to do this. But I'm talking about all the other pieces around. You know, they they saw they had a a losing formula, and what they did is. They brought in Kyle, uh, Kawhi Leonard for a one-year deal, and then they picked up an old veteran, Marcus Gasol, who I right. love to watch. And it's a one-year project. If they don't, if they don't win it this year, their championship window is open and shut. Right. And so that's, it's not a very sustainable plan. You never see that. You know, the Heat brought in the big three. That was supposed to be a not one, not two, not seven. The Warriors brought in KD. They they built their their core through the draft. That's not supposed to be a one-year deal. This this Raptors team, reminiscent of the Nets a couple of years ago when they brought in you know KG, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry to come along with Joe Johnson. They had a bunch of older players that they're like, okay, we have one last hurrah. But this is 
a young player in the prime of his career, Kawhi Leonard, matched with a guy, Kyle Lowry, an all-star who's still, you know, somewhat in the prime of his career, and a couple of other pieces that this is a one-year deal. That, that team is not this good without Kawhi Leonard. I mean, they won a lot of games, Kawhi Leonard. He's been on the, you know, the, the load management. That's what they're calling it. But he's missed a lot of games to rest, but, and they did well in those games. But this team is not considered a contender for anything without Kawhi Leonard, which that, that could be the case next year, whether they win the championship or not. Right. It seems like they're all in, man, and, and it's really exciting. Uh, once it comes playoff times there in Toronto, those fans, they you know they love this time of year, and, and it's sad. They've been cursed with having LeBron in the East all these years, but it seems like the East is open. You know, you have teams like Toronto, Philly, the Bucks. We, who do you think is going to come out of the East? Because right now it's wide open, isn't it? Yeah, well, someone will lose to the Warriors in the finals, but I'm just, you know, I don't even know. I, far be it for me to say that I know anything, but I, I, I'm, I'm just really enjoying this. Right now, I mean, the Celtics, not that they look like the best team, but Kyrie Irving, just I watch him sometimes, and I just can't believe the things he does, man. The, the, the dribbling, the start and stop... He might think the world is flat, but damn, he's a good basketball player. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I hate this narrative. You know, a lot of people try to say that the Warriors having this Goliath in the league that's going to win all the time is just killing them, is going to kill the league. It's just going to make the league uninteresting. And I, I couldn't disagree more. You have so many cool storylines. I'm loving the playoffs. I don't know what's going to happen next. I would be lying to you if I told you I thought I knew what was going to happen next. These semi, these uh, semi Eastern Conference semifinals are going to be great. You're going to have the Bucks probably versus Celtics and the Raptors probably versus 76ers. I might have them mixed up, but those four teams will be playing against each other, and it's going to be great. I'm getting my money's worth as a fan this year. Right, right. It's exciting. Uh, I think it's inevitable. Yeah, it's 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 a matter of like who is going to play Golden State in the finals, and you know that's that's kind of the annoying part. But hopefully, you know somebody could take down Goliath. Um, what's been going on with, with, with Denver, though? Aren't they the second or third seed, and they just not... So they're the second seed in the West. Right, and they're not looking like a playoff team. The Spurs, who's like nobody... The model of consistency. How how long could Greg Popovich really keep this up? You know, he's play, he has maximized his players more than any other coach or any other team could do something like that. I don't even know half of these guys, and yet Denver goes in with the second best team in I the think, league. I think I, I did check. I haven't checked my emails this week, but I'm pretty sure Popovich sent me one. I think he wants me to start at point guard for them next year. Yeah, dude. And and I think I'll be an all-star. I think I will be an all-star. Not because I'm good, but because Popovich will he'll teach me how to play basketball in a way that will make me an all-star. Right. So would you trade happiness to play for the Spurs? Is that something you would do? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it so bad to live in San Antonio that you have to trade happiness to play for the Spurs? Not San Antonio. Is that what it is? Not San Antonio <laughs> necessarily. in San Antonio, and that is just – there's no chance of happiness, but you will win games. It just looks so strict. Like, they don't have fun, man. It's just – it's old-school basketball. I love it. I love it. I love the you, old – You and Charles Barkley would be friends. Charles Barkley always talking about those big old women in San Antonio. <laughs> I don't know. No, man. They, that's the thing. That that's something that I think is wrong too. The Popovich has won championships in so many different ways. It's not even old school basketball anymore. Well, you know what? In a way, it is because you have this Popovich. To me, while he's the best coach, is because very few 
coaches are able to really adjust to their players' strengths. A lot of coaches try to play their system and try to enforce their system and make players fit to their system. But Popovich has two guys. He's got Aldridge and DeRozan who are mid-range monsters. And in today's game, the mid-range game is frowned upon, not looked well upon. It's the worst shot analytics says that you can take. And they're successful with it. They're, they have DeRozan and, and Aldridge shooting their mid-rangers. They have... They have some guys, and I just made up a word, mid-rangers. Is, the range. But they have their guys shooting, they have their new guys shooting threes. Their starting backcourt was injured before the season even started. And they have a combination of youth and established players that is successful. And I think that's what's giving the Nuggets the pro- their problems. They're playing against a team that's been there before. But I think that's the best thing that can happen for the Nuggets. If they make it out, if they, regardless of what happens in this series, they're a young team, so next year... They'll be, they'll be back. They're not a team like that's gonna go away after a year. Like Toronto next year, not because of skill, but just because of loss of personnel, might not be the same team next year. But Detroit next, Denver next year will have all of these guys, and they're gonna be better off for it whether they win or lose. But I think that they're gonna win this series. They're they're tied two two going back to Denver now. Um, Jamal Murray's looking great. Jokic is the most unathletic looking superstar in the league but he gets it done the joker uh they're gonna they're gonna make some they're gonna i don't see them really you know making noise in terms of like making the finals or beating the warriors but they got a good home crowd the altitude and the way they play is fun i, I love it i love the, these young upstart teams that just shocked the world this was once upon a time the warriors the warriors were once upon that time that team the splash bros that they lost to the spurs in the game seven where the series was crazy. Steph Curry was putting up points. Klay Thompson was putting up crazy numbers. Mark Jackson ended up getting fired after that. But these young upstart teams, you know, they they come around every now and then, and they're really fun to watch. I mean, what are some other teams? I mean, the Warriors of 07, the, the We Believe, the Al Harrington, Baron Davis, Warriors that just shot threes. Those were the days, dude. That team would have been great in today's NBA. Oh, but, my God, so good. But teams like that, those these young upstart teams – they're always fun to watch. I, I love watching them. What, what are another, you know, top five upstart teams? Young upstart out teams? Out of nowhere teams. You know, I mean, you got you have these Nuggets, the Warriors of 07, the Warriors of 2014, I think, as well. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and put we're gonna go ahead and put the the crack staff on that. <laughs> top five upstart teams right. in modern Sports history, yeah. American sports history. That's so true. That that Golden State would have been so good in today's uh, NBA. Oh my God! Imagine imagine seeing that team right now. That run and gun. I remember when they. I mean, they're the originators, right? They're like the original Don run and Nelson. gun. Could we? Yeah. Could we talk? Uh, would the Suns be another one? Uh, they had a very. They were. They were another very small lineup ahead of their time. They shot a bunch of threes. Back they had Amari had knees. They had yeah, Amari had knees, and he got traded to the Knicks, and and there goes his knees, there goes his career. It were, That's what happens when you go to the Knicks, man. Go, you know, and now he's in Jerusalem. At least he's killing it in Jerusalem. That's but, amazing. That's that, that's something I would like to learn more about. How Amari, I'm sure it's available. How Amari decided one day that he was Jewish. That was, he. Yeah, he he had a stint. He was actually trying to make it back to the NBA. He had this whole campaign over the summer, over this past summer, saying, sign me, I'm ready to be back. He joined Ice Cube's league. Uh, the Big Three? The Big Three. He was in the Big Three. I saw him here, American Airlines Arena in Miami. I, I saw him, 
and and yeah i mean he looked okay but like who's gonna really sign someone from the big three that's like where you go to kind of like retire i guess like hey you know i, I once you're already retired you go and play the big three yeah so no he, disrespect to the big three but i think that's he's I think that's what they advertise he was retired players. yeah he was trying to make a comeback he was playing with guys like al harrington as a matter of fact um like uh who who's another guy in the big three anyways yeah steven jackson steven jackson in the big three another one that, both those guys were in the warriors that, that gary Payton. Gary Payton, I saw Gary Payton. He's one of the coaches. He was uh, he was talking trash to the other team. Same same GP, dude. The glove, the glove. I want to see more You're of that. Welcome, Gary Payton. <laughs> the Heat made you a champion. The glove, dude, and and yeah. Six, baby, let's go. I think we're starting to see more of that in in the playoffs this year, and I think that's why it's been a little bit more captivating for me. Like, I want to see more more. I hate seeing the friendships that are now in the NBA. People. Not to say that it's bad, but but I want to see more hatred. I want to see more more tenacity. People disliking each other. Dame versus uh, Westbrook, for example. Yeah, that's you know that's 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 awesome to me. I want to see more of that. I want to see more Jared Dudley getting people ejected. Jimmy Butler, even though they still lost, that's a huge move, dude. I thought I thought they had the game at that point. Once I saw Jimmy Butler leave, I'm thinking, wow, the Sixers. Sixers lost on that one. They lost one of their best players, and 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 they exchanged Jared Dudley for for Jimmy Butler essentially. So so I'm loving I'm loving the playoffs right now, and I'm hoping this continues, and hopefully it gets even more uh, more competitive as it goes on. Well, you know, it's, this is not going to be our last episode. We we have some time for this. Let's let's put together some rosters while these playoffs are going on. Let's put a. We're gonna have a tournament of champions here. I'm, I'm creating this off the fly. We're gonna have teams, and they're not gonna be teams that are the Denver Nuggets versus the Atlanta Hawks versus the Golden State Warriors. No, it's gonna be playoff teams, all unathletic teams, only <laughs> using playoff rosters. You keep mentioning Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley has to be the captain of all unathletic team. All right. I saw that. I mean, you watched that highlight of him. Making that three and him licking his hands, getting ready to play defense and saying, "Let's what's up to Ben Simmons," and I loved it. But Jared Dudley looks all of however many years old he is. Oh yeah, he looks like he's someone got the headband too. Oh yeah, he's, he he's not look. He doesn't look like Zion Williamson out there. Oh no, you go to LA Fitness. You go to LA Fitness, six p.m. You're gonna see Jared. You're gonna see a bunch of Jared Dudleys. He looks like you know that guy that talks trash at LA Fitness, but maybe he he'll shoot like two for ten, and that two those two are gonna be the two most clutch shots that you get to and win. And all ten are good shots. All ten are good shots. Fundamentally sound, but he's he's, he's not, you know, and he's gonna talk crap and he's gonna he's gonna let you know when you're not playing defense hard. That was your man. That was your man. <laughs> but Jared Dudley, Nikola Jokic. That's another. That's two. This might be a good team. All on athletic team. Oh yeah, you got um, you got this guy, this guy from uh, from the Jazz. What's his name? Ingles. Joe Ingles definitely on all on athletic. So unathletic. Is, is it? Are all the white guys going to be on this team? Hmm. Let me think. Let me think about this. Who? All right, I'm trying to think who else is uh, all an athletic team because those are three quality candidates, and I'm loving this team so far. This is a playoff and, and team. We have a trash talking team right now. This is a Joe trash talker. This is a trash talker. This is a playoff Jared team. Jared Dudley is a trash talker. This is a great team. We need we need our analytics staff to look at what's the correlation between unathleticism and trash talking. 
There's I'm a, loving it. You got to find a way to get it to stay in the league. I'm loving it. You can't shoot. You got to talk. <laughs> so or sometimes you got to shoot and talk. You just don't play defense. There's ways around this, you know. There's, but I, I'm wondering if automatically we're going to put all the white guys on this team. Right. Like the first name that came to my mind after those two was Ricky Rubio. And Ricky Rubio, I, I like Ricky Rubio. I think he's a great player, but is he so athletic? I don't know. No, he doesn't, he doesn't look unathletic. He just no, he may can't be. dunk. Yeah, he can't dunk. I'm, he's 6'4", 6'5", can't dunk. That makes you unathletic, right? Like, what I love about unathletic uh, players, even when I go play like like street ball, right? The unathletic people, they're so savvy on the court. You know, they have like the little like up and unders or like their footwork is amazing. If you look at Jokic, dude, he finds ways to score and he's just, they're like surprisingly agile for being so unathletic. Those guys, those really big guys, they're just surprisingly agile, like so much quicker than I am. I'm like, how did you get past me? You're, you know, you're supposed to be slower than me. LaMarcus Aldridge? LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, he's pretty athletic, dude. He's athletic. He's not that athletic. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in the mid-range. He's back to the basket, that little fadeaway. I'm putting him on, on the I'm, I'm putting him on the unathletic team. We have our center, our power forward, our small forward. We got, you know, Jokic Manning the five. Aldridge Manning the four. Ingles the three. We're gonna by the end of the episode we'll have we'll have a good solid team. And we'll and we'll have to have another couple teams in this tournament of power that we're thinking of right here. But I mean, uh, other teams playing right now. You do you think the clip? I mean, the Clippers already their season's over. They've already Gallinari. They've already, they've already matched. But you see, there you go. You're just putting the white guy in there. <laughs> he's kind of he's like a little thick, dude. He did get a little thick, but I'm saying, put it on the poll that we don't have. Does being white automatically earn you a spot on the all unathletic team? And maybe, but. Uh, the Clippers, I think they've already. It's it's not often that you see a team that wins one game in the playoffs and then right away they've already accomplished more than they could have hoped for. You know, they, they a team that was fringe playoff contender when the season started, thinking like, oh, we need a couple of guys to do really bad in order to have a chance to to have a uh, you know have a chance of making the playoffs, but. On top of that, they trade their best player midseason, and they're in the playoffs. They're an eighth seed, and they beat the Warriors. So I feel it's all downhill from here for the Clippers, but they've already accomplished all they could have hoped for this season. Right. DeMarcus Cousins, he's, he's pretty unathletic, too. Also, Draymond Green. I don't know if Draymond Green is athletic or unathletic. Is he? I mean, he covers all five positions. That, that sounds pretty athletic, no? Well, he... he, he big guys, like... Centers, I feel like it's unfair. Like Jokic, yeah, I mean, he moves slow, but I feel like Cousins, he dribbles the ball. He, DeMar- he starts fast breaks. I've never uh, Jokic starts fast breaks by passing. He he wants no part of dribbling, trying to out dribble somebody, out outrun somebody dribbling. Jokic right. gets you with that misdirection. That's what that's what I love. Is the Joker. Draymond Draymond's kind of chubby, man. He 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 wouldn't say it to his face though. I'm sure. I would not, but also I, I, isn't. I'm reserving Draymond. He's going to be on another another team. He's going to be on another of my all. <laughs> All teams on this tournament of power. He's going to be on my all annoying team. Okay. So is Ingles, but Ingles. I mean, I, can they overlap? Is is that part of the rules of the game? Can we have our players overlap? Well, because Ingles talks a lot of trash, and that's that's my favorite thing about Ingles. Oh my god. I don't watch him during the regular season, but come playoff time, I know he's going to bother somebody. He's great, Paul and he's George clutch. Last year, this year, I mean, he needs to do a better job of bothering Harden. How about Antoine Walker on that 06 Heat team? Unathletic, but oh my god, 
the court vision, the trash talking. I think the key with unathletic, the unathletic team, like you said, they got to find other ways to contribute. They need yeah, to try. Walker would be great in today's NBA. Oh, yeah. How many players do you think look back and say, like, if I was born just 10 years later or 10 years earlier, you got guys like Hassan Whiteside or something like that, that, you know, if he was if he was in the 90s, I mean, I, I don't know if he would have dominated because I'm sure Patrick Ewing would have just taken his lunch money, but he missed the boat on his era for the NBA. And Antoine Walker just got there too early. Right. Same thing with, like, a Mehmet or Kur. Or a, oh yeah, right. Mehmet Okur, that was that was that Jazz team was fun too. Right. How about Bosch? He would be the, like the best player in the league right now. I mean, he was he was obviously great, but he was also he's the, he's ahead of his time. He's a center. He's a guy that you can switch off on screens on defense. He's a guy that shoots threes offensively, hits the mid range, can play back to the basket if he needs to. He, right. he would have been perfect in today's game. He right. could probably still play. Were it not for the blood clots. Yeah, he was uh, he was definitely ahead of his time, and and he was still dominant. He was still dominant, and and just he would probably be the ideal. He would be getting you know the super max contract by every team. But yeah, um, NBA playoffs. It's it's been interesting. It's been fun, and I think it's going to continue. And I really like the scrappiness. I'm hoping it keeps going. Um, but that's 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 it for for today. We're gonna. Well, I mean, before we get you go, let's let's. I'm trying to make some money tonight. So who's who's winning these games? We're already we're, we're midway through Celtics Pacers game, so we're we're almost in the fourth quarter. So we're not going to look at that game. Uh, Warriors Clippers. Warriors nine and a half point favorites. Who you got? Uh, Warriors winning that one. Covering. Covering nine and a half. I don't think so. Not covering nine and a half. No. In LA. You heard it from the analytics master. Raptors Magic. Toronto five and a half. In Orlando. In Orlando. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Magic on that one. Your magic to cover and win. Um, so what's the series? What's the series? Two one right now. It is two one. Toronto is up. Okay, I'm taking Magic to win. I'm taking money line on that. And then, last but not least, we have Trailblazers Thunder. OKC five and a half favorites. I'm taking OKC to win that game. Okay, you heard it here, Mike Lopez, analytics expert. I went against all of his picks. Just letting <laughs> you know. Until next time. This is Takes on Tap. I hope you enjoy your Easter Sunday, and we'll be back next week. All an athletic team. Let's go. Let's hear it. Let's go.